0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. I always thought that you would be perfect for a podcast. Like, I always thought that that would be something you would want to do because you're a massive, like, US sports fan and yeah. all, that, all that sort of shit. Like, is that something you've ever yes, done? Yes,
1: I've pitched one and, and it nearly got up. It was uh, – so I've got one in the pipeline that I might do with Triple M. But um, the, the, the thing – the problem is, right, I don't want to do. I want to, I don't want to be derivative. So mm-hmm. I think the most obvious one is the interview. I think I do that. I think I could do that pretty well. But the problem is, there's a million of those out there. So there's the style you blokes do, which is very good and it's very conversational. Then there's the Mark Howard style, which I think is probably more me, which is you know, take us through your career. Mm. So how how would I be different from those blokes apart from the fact it would be me? Well, that's not a big enough difference. So you just have to be better. So I think it's like – I think getting there first in this uh, area is so key. Mm. So I could do one, and it may be better than Howie's. I, he's very good, by the way, so it, it would take a lot to be better than him or, or to be on that level. But then if someone's got a five-, ten-year head start on you, yeah, it's just starting from the ground up on something. I, I've got an idea um, – to look back at rugby, you blokes would love it actually. Rugby league seasons. Mm. So say the Bulldogs in '95, and find all the old audio and ca- interviews with all the blokes. North Sydney's last year. I've got it written. I wrote it last year because right. I, I had a few months off last year before Triple M called me to do cricket. So it's ready to go. And then then Triple M called me to do cricket. And I just don't have time to put it together. So that 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 might be that might be the podcast. I want to do right. something that is something that's not done by anyone Fresh. else
0: and you sorry and you'd like but you would it's not like with your contracts and shit. do you are you able to go out and just do something by yourself like would you be able to yes. just do one if you wanted to i'm very
1: careful with contracts that i make sure i have that ability yeah So currently i do one now for sports bet get them on side everyone should download that what a beautiful segue you've just fed i mean that you 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 just just laid him up in the few years we've been apart you have become a professional wow i mean that's very impressive the way you just fed that to me uh so that's a betting (laughs) podcast um but yes so my triple m contract is very specific i can do stuff for them with podcasts that's a separate thing but i can do podcasts anywhere else and and fox my contract with Fox is television. Right. So I asked them out of courtesy if I'm going to do something, like I'm doing Saturday mornings at Triple M this year, and I asked them. I just said, look, do you mind if I do that? They didn't care. Right. They said, is it going to get in the way of your commentary? I said, no. They said, well, fine. So, um, but i make sure I have that, you know, as part of my deal. By the way, I'm, I'm cracking open a bloke, and I'll tell you why. Yep. I've never had bloke beer, Love. but after hearing you blokes advertise it, <laughs> I love a beer and of many types. Mm. I've never wanted to make love to a beer until <laughs> I've heard, until I heard you blokes. I mean. <laughs> that's the style. Yeah. It was sexual. What yeah. like yeah. put it's erotic. You put sexuality yeah. on the beer. So cheers. Cheers, and mate. Thanks cheers for coming in. It's a in. pleasure to on. be here. Thank you, you do a very much. nice podcast. And I enjoy
2: it. Thank you very much, mate. It's lovely to meet you. Um, well, it's not a bad drop. No, it's good, eh? Talk
1: to, good. to, like, like I, I can't do sorry, Eddie. I can't do, you know that. It's your bloody generation, the craft beers mm-hmm. and all that shit, the mango-flavoured shit. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah.
0: A vanilla porter stout or some <laughs> bullshit.
1: I mean, just why? Why? People just trying to hard, mate. you got so much time. I just spent a week in North Queensland. None of that garbage. I mean, it's there in the corner if you want it. Mm. But they have Great Northern Original and that garbage Great Northern Super Crisp on tap. You can't get that in Sydney. Can't right? you? You can't get Northern Original on tap. That's my beer, right? You can't get it on tap in Sydney, or it's very hard to find. It's but like my God, you Original, can get the sixty-five get right. different James Squires flavors. Yeah. Anyway. And so. well,
0: it's also one that like will
1: bloat you more than
0: anything else. Ooh, oh, you can have about try. three
2: of them before you you need to go home. My mate,
0: my mate around the corner has a craft beer like brewery, and it's been the longest time of like just trying to be like. Whenever there's an event, he's got someone, I'm like, bro, I really can't get through more than one of these (laughs) shit my pants. Just
2: give me one of your lagers and then leave the rest at the door if you don't mind. Let me go. Now you were Tom's first boss, correct?
0: Was I? Was I your first? Well the first like media boss, yeah. Like radio. That's right. What are your your,
1: what are your memories of it? Well, early. Yeah. Bit of a lazy prick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, got the sense didn't really know if you wanted to be there. Yeah,
0: but that's probably not the word. It wasn't.
1: I knew it wasn't your calling, uh, radio producing. I knew it no. Was the producing
0: pre- side of things, I found like I guess a little bit. But
1: that's okay. That's a rite of passage for everyone. I yes. did it, and you know, I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do, but I did it um, for many years. And no, no, Tom became very, very good. I, I, I think that I ended up. You were my longest serving on the old six pm show. Yep. Did uh, I ended up just leaving everything in your hands, basically just turn up at four o'clock and the rundown yeah, it was
0: got, done? It got to it at that point where it was like, I was left. And that, that's probably where I'd fuck it, at like where you'd bake me because it was so, like if you leave me to my own devices, I will probably fuck it up from a producing standpoint. Like well, I, pro- I must have
1: trusted you if I'd left it I, to you. Yeah, I wasn't,
0: it, I, got, I got, we got into a groove, you and I, where it was like, you know, we'd come and we'd be able to shoot the shit and get to where we wanted to be, but it yeah, was like. It took a while. It took me a while. The first day I started with you was when Hane signed to the NFL. And so it was like Liam, who was a producer beforehand, yep. he went away to get married. So I'm just starting like I was an intern and then it was like starting and then mm. Hane fucking joins the NFL and I was like, holy shit. Like completely under the pump, barely knew how to f- cut up audio. But even the way you talk about those ads or like, you know, the general, there's a lot of you and the, the foundations that you set in me from a content perspective, oh, that's I would good. say, genuinely, that, you know, I've, have, I've brought along with me. To the bright lights of dead palm trees behind us in a podcast studio well eddie
1: was telling me some of the numbers i mean if i'm not getting a kickback from this <laughs> i'd be very disappointed after those very yeah, yeah. Words. well
2: maybe well now that i now that i know that you seem more as a father figure <laughs> and that he's played a significant role in this podcast success then you may I have well have just exactly. found you on on the christmas party list mate
1: oh. or a lunch Maybe yeah. a long lunch. Is it here at the... Well, this is a great setup you've got, by the way. A great we setup. Well, I mean... You, we haven't launched yet. We it? haven't launched yet here, that's right. Oh, so I'm not supposed to talk about
0: it. No, no, no. no in, no, no, we no. haven't launched we haven't. with any sort of, like, celebratory welcome to the studio. Oh, this has to be a housewarming. Mm. There will be. Tom, I'm oh. a perfectionist,
2: though, and we just... We need it to be perfect. And Which it's is like, isn't. there's there's a couple more things that need to be done. I reckon a month, we're good.
0: <sighs> yeah, and it's if we get anything fucking done what I mean like we still need we've been trying to get a neon sign for behind here for like six months basically the betting show is meant to be up and ready to go that set at the start of the season yeah was finished um but so you just in terms of the way that you were referencing how I was as a producer like you were you know like I knew that I enjoyed producing right like when I started but I I did know like I didn't want to be doing shit for other people to say or like helping other. but is that what you were like because you're you're very good at what you do on Mike,
1: like as the person, because mm. you say you start as a producer. Were you like, fuck this, I want to get on. So my first job, my first job of consequence was producing Dead Set Legends. That was in about 02. Now at that point, Triple M didn't have much. That was the only sport content on Triple M Sydney. The only thing was reading sport in the news, um, and which I was doing on the weekends, and the Dead Set Legends. There was no rugby league. Um, there was no daily sports show. There was no nothing. Um, we got we'd had AFL in Melbourne, but that obviously had nothing to do with us. So at that point, I was very happy to produce Dead Set Legends because I, I didn't, I wasn't certain at that point I wanted to be a presenter on air, a commentator. I didn't know. I was 23, 24. I was mm. just sort of working out what I wanted to be. So I really threw myself into that, and you know, had rabs and. Greg Matthews and two more disparate personalities you could not find. Uh, that was, but that was that's what made it fun. Yeah, you know, I'd have a conversation with Rabs every Thursday or Friday. it would go for an hour, then I'd talk to Mo, and at the end of it, I'd just throw everything up in there and go, "What the fuck am I doing here? This is I have no idea how to do this show, but it, it seemed to work. They seemed to trust me, so I enjoyed that a lot. And then, sort of things happen around me that that I had nothing to do with, and in about. 08, 09, uh, the host, Russell Barwick, um, wasn't host anymore. So I think I'd filled in a couple of times, and I realised then when I filled in, I actually liked this. Not because of sort of the ego that comes with it, but I'm producing this. I can execute what I want to produce, I think, in my mind, far better than what a host can produce. Now, that's just... I get frustrated i was a nervous pacer up and down if a break didn't go the way i wanted um i was very controlling in that manner which obviously as you know tom transferred on air i was very controlling about how i wanted something to sound uh,
0: jesus christ tommy that's what yeah. i remember when i fucked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. no,
1: that's true how often was that
0: not all often right. but you're always good as well because you'd be like all right so that's my blow-up out of the way, and then yeah, we just yeah. get back to it. Well,
1: that's the wog in me. <laughs> that's the wog in me. You get a big blow-up. Any wog knows. You get a big blow-up, and, and that's it. Once out no, teddy your So my mum's from a wog side. My dad is from an Anglo side. The Anglo side holds everything in mm. and just resents. The wog side gets it out, and then come here for a hug. Come here. That's <laughs> the end of that. Uh, so I think I've taken more, more of that side. Any hugs? Did you, did you hug it out, boys? I
0: don't know if we hugged it out. I don't know if we were allowed to in the office. That was probably... <laughs> Maybe an arm. Good on the
1: thing show, about the six o'clock show was, everyone was out. Yeah, you know, we sort of had the run of the place to ourselves. Sure so that, that, yeah, exactly You know, exactly. And I and they used to get the shits from me because I wouldn't turn up until about four. I'd I'd do everything I needed to do at home. Tommy would would take care of everything. That's much. I I don't need to be placated by program directors.
0: No, yeah, oh, you'd walk in. That's you'd always. Re- Sometimes oh, you'd leave it late, and I'd be like, Jesus Christ! Like, is where's Dan? yeah where's down we need record like well i'll be honest
1: i get bored pretty easily i think by the end of that run i got punted at the end but um by the end of it i was probably ready to be punted in that i get bored doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. it wasn't it was a 22 minute show it was I it became
0: that. very easy like it's a routine oh, right? like yeah. just like you know filling a few short sort of breaks that's and it, it was,
1: but it the challenge good. went at the end but that was 2017 god that feels like another world ago so is that when you went from that moment you'd is that when this started
0: no i was doing we were doing the podcast the whole time i was at triple m we've been doing it since 2016 anyway
1: wow mm. but eddie I was, was telling was, me um you were recording at triple m i didn't even know that
0: no no i used to sneak him up after everything yeah, was, it was, was it, done and all yeah, the shows when the cleaners were, were in going, that's what we were going were about yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 8 9, then 9 then o'clock studio and i then i'd go in and frantically delete everything that we'd recorded on there because i was just like "Fuck!" i was kind of like uh insecure about it yeah
1: in a i always way. had the great um fuck you to triple M or anyone really just happened. I was working there would have been, if I really wanted to muck around with their minds, you go in and change the car. Well, you go in and just halfway through an Naka song, which they'd play six million times. <laughs> you just put foul language in there. You just, <laughs> and, but so I, I always planned if i got punted, I was going to do that in my, you know, that part of your mind yeah. that yeah, thinks yeah, about yeah. how you can just
0: blaze of glory.
1: Yeah. Because if you do it to enough, then they've got to go and check every single song to make sure that it hasn't been <laughs> taped over in the middle. I'm kind of sorry I never did that, really. But um, well, you didn't get properly punted, did you? Oh, pretty much. Like no, you're still
0: doing footy and shit, right?
1: Yeah. So that was 2017 November. They called me in. I thought, and and by then I'm thinking, geez, everyone really saw me. Here. Something's a bit up. But I thought, no, nah, we're flying. We're mm. we're rating well. The show's making money. What I didn't realise is that they took an attitude, and this is only recently explained to me, that, you know, the world's changing, and the boss at the time, who I never got on with... Nor did I. Which one? Oh, no, no, this is the one above him. Oh, the one above oh, him. Oh, yeah, I know. No, him. I got yeah. on with your one. I didn't get on with that guy either. Um, no, not many did. And <laughs> and he'd made a, a unilateral decision that every show had to have a woman on. Every major show had to have a woman on. World's changing, triple M2 blokey, we've got to have a woman on every show. Okay, fine. So they brought in Emma Friedman to do the breakfast show, right? I think Maddie liked uh, Maddie Johns, and it worked. She was, she's good. She's very good. But they realised they've got one too many here. So... MG was the one they decided was going to be moved out of breakfast, uh, and but they didn't want to lose him. He's too valuable a to talent. My contract was up. It was just too neat, so they put him to the six o'clock show, mm. and I think they waited for all the pieces to be put into place, and then they called me in middle of November, and yeah, basically punted me. And at that point in that room. While I'm being eviscerated, it wasn't enough. I was being punted. It was enough, you know. I had to be had to have all my confidence ripped away as well. Told I was hard to work with. People don't enjoy working with me. And Jesus um, good lord, yeah, yeah, I know it was a proper. It was that's very. See, rainy, it was an though. undressing was, as well as a. It sucking. was a t- It was a, a total um, <laughs> pants pulling down exercise, and so I'm just in a state of shock. And at the end of that meeting, it was like, look, we think we're going to keep you on for footy if you want to do it. Uh, won't be a contract Won't be an agreement You can fill out time sheets Oh now, Which is the equivalent of me. We can cut you at any time Now to be honest They were good to their word They were good to their word they, they they came the next week And they said We're going to offer you 60 games So My thought of Oh my god How am I going to pay my mortgage I'm going to have to sell my apartment well, That gave me a bit of relief But then someone called me in Oh uh, uh Early next week, and said, "Was this said at the meeting? Was this said at the meeting? Was this said at the meeting?" I said, "Yeah, everything." He said, "Yeah." no he told me he was going to do all that. He said, "Look, they just they just didn't want to lose MG." He said, "It was it's all bullshit." And so, what they're just trying to like? It was like try make it my
0: size. fight. Oh, okay, right. Try and make it
1: to- my fight. And the oh, the irony is, I kissed and made up with him five years later, last year, and he brought me on to do cricket. And we're talking about the podcast idea. Then he got the bullet. So, so is he gone now? Uh, yes, yes. I knew there was some sort of, which is a shame because I'd, I'd gone through the. We, we, we I was, were on the same team again. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. You just <laughs> so all like, that geez. for nothing. All well for nothing. nothing. But right. anyway, I got to do cricket, so that was fun.
2: So, where were you after you got fired? Like, what were you calling footy for Fox at the time? Where, no, where was this, the setup?
1: So this is really interesting um, because it's just it, you, where you land. Uh, it it's serendipitous the way it, it happened. So was the end of twenty seventeen. I got a text message that night from someone at um, Sky News, Angelos Fromdopoulos, and he a beautiful message. A beautiful message that Triple M don't know what they what they what they're losing. We know, you know what what you can do. Let's have a meeting next week. We're going to find a job for you here. So again, that was just relief, and it was nice to have my confidence slowly start to build back up. Now, at that point, Sky News had just acquired – it's very complicated – but they just acquired Fox Sports News. Uh, So Fox Sports News is separate to Fox Sports. Even though they share the branding, and it is an offshoot of Fox Sports, it is run by Australian News Network, which is Sky News. So think of Fox Sports and Fox Sports News as cousins, more than sister Mm -hmm. stations uh so they he gave me a job yeah what were you doing were you sports reporting or were you on a show uh, they didn't know what to do with me they yeah, right. just knew give this bloke a job we'll work it out as we go and uh so fox sports news you know it, i've never been at a place where people work harder but no one watches it so it's always this you know fundamental issue of yeah. people just absolutely working their backsides what on.
0: do you reckon that's about because it used to be all i watched like it used to be the thing that was on in my house Really? Fox Sports 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 News. Oh yeah. At uni, we'd watch it
1: all day. Really? On
0: loop. But I don't at all anymore. Like it just used
1: to be the thing that was on like you just have fucking loop. Or if you're hungry. There weren't enough of you, Tom. Huh? There weren't enough of you. Well, when there'd be a big story, so when the cricketers came home from South Africa, they threw me on, right? At this point, they still didn't know what to do with me. They taught me all the system, how to cut a report and how to. So, you were doing all that shit yourself? All, everything. That's what everyone uh, does there. Okay. It's a very egalitarian society there. Everyone does everything stars, minions, everyone. It's just all hands on deck. Which so is a a re- journalist, essentially. Well, yeah, I don't call myself a journalist. They, Fair they, enough. No, because they. <laughs> you don't like that label. Well, no, I don't. They actually have a skill actually build relationships <laughs> with people. that I know they get things wrong sometimes. Yes. And they can sometimes conflate things out of proportion, but they do have a skill, a skill that I don't have, and a desire to go and break news. I had none of that desire. Mm. Um, so then the cricketers came home in March, and they threw me on because I'm, I was the opinion guy. That's all I was there. Anyway, massive audience and seemed to go pretty well. And... Um, and that's pretty much what I did for two years. And then there was a night in, I don't know if it was 18 or 19, must have been 18, and I got a call, it was on a Thursday, and it was from Matt Weiss, who runs cricket now, but he also looked after tennis when Fox did tennis, and he said, what are you doing tonight? I said, oh, I'm working at Fox Sports News. He said, oh, can you get out of it? I said, oh, why? He said, oh, we've got a bit of a dilemma, uh, We've got two French Open matches on, and we've got Adam Peacock and must have been Wally Massour calling the main game. Let's assume it was Barty, right? Yeah. And we're going to run Daria Gavril over on the other channel, but we've got no one to call it. How do you reckon you'd go at tennis? Now, at this point... <laughs> have you called anything you know, at this point? No, nah, but you don't say no. You no. just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You be the. Someone told me very early, don't be the problem, be the solution. So I said, yeah, oh, mate, mate, watch tennis all my life. <laughs> Not a problem. The dream come true. Yeah, when do you need me? I'll come <laughs> in at, at six thirty or something, and I had to do a show on Fox Sports News. Did that. Drove over to um, uh, Arthamn and thought, well, it's the second round of the French Open. This will be over in forty minutes. How bad can I be? Well, fuck me. The thing went for two hours and fifty minutes, <laughs> and all it- I just said I'm going to be the most vanilla. Person, he, I'm just not gonna. There's not gonna be goodbyes or anything out of the ordinary. I'm just gonna do a very straight, simple, forgettable job, just straight down the line. I did it with um, Leighton Hewitt's sister. Is it Jaslyn? Jaslyn. Leighton Hewitt's sister. Yeah, yeah. Is
0: she a tennis player, or yeah, she yeah. A-
1: she could play. And I, I said, Have you? How many matches have you done? She said, Oh, this is my third on TV. I said, Well, you two matches ahead of me. Uh, <laughs> but We got through. And I think that planted a little seed that I could be at least trusted. Yeah. They called me later that year. Crawls called me, Steve Crawley called me. um, They were having their big meeting where they sort of uh, fixed their roster. And they said, oh, Sunday, August something. What are you doing? I said, well, I'm calling for Triple M. He said, oh, can you do Canberra and the Roosters? And uh, I've gone, yeah, yeah. I said, look, I don't mean to be rude, but is, and I'll I'll do it. I would happily do stuff for free, but I'm working paycheck to paycheck here. I need, I need, does it pay? Because I've got to get, I've got to forego a triple M shift Mm. to do this. Anyway, he looked at it. He goes, yeah, of course course it's paid. And he looked at it. He goes, oh shit, no, it's New South Wales Cup. We We don't pay for that. I think that's what he said. And I've gone, Crawl, crawls, listen, you know, I, I don't, I have no problem calling the New South Wales Cup. I, I'm not above that at all, but I can't give up. You know, I've got a mortgage. So he goes, totally understand. And I'm thinking, oh shit, have I thrown away today. my one chance to call footy on Fox? And then the next year, like about round five, um, they called me said, Dan, you want to do a game? I said, love to. And that was it. Newcastle Manly. And, um, And it was hastily put together. I know this because when they send out the parking passes, I was to go in under the name Matt (laughs) Nable. So obviously it was his gig and and they'd come to an agreement that he wasn't going to call. He was going to be the voiceover guy. Yes,
0: Matty Nabes.
1: Yeah. The voice of me. What about that guy? The VO. Yeah,
0: we've got some guys. King of the VO. There's a dribbler who does like Matty Knabe's knockoffs and he sends in videos. <laughs> he hasn't done one for ages, actually. But, but they were special. Fucking. God, hilarious. like some of the ones and he did from Mount Panic. from Fox and all
1: this sort of shit and Mount Panorama. Fucking unbelievable. It very funny. And so was it. It was one game. They rostered me on for one game. It was like, this is, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. So I did it, and it wasn't a wasn't great, but, but like it wasn't a catastrophe. you're already relatively
0: confident, like you've called a shitload of footy. Like obviously, there's nerves associated to like your shot. Yeah, but like, I mean, how, how different is it for un, like the call off for TV and for radio?
1: Massively different, because you obviously say a lot less, right? That's the obvious thing; everyone knows that. But then, it's not just saying less, but it, you've got to add something different. So it's not just not describing what's going on on screen because everyone can see that. It's trying to give some sort of different perspective. It took me a long time to get used to. In fact, this is the first year, 2022, that I felt comfortable Mm. doing TV. First year. The first three years, I felt completely out of my comfort zone, out of my depth, Mm. um, and sort of hadn't found my voice, hadn't found... What my right energy was, what my right anything was, and I'd be up too much one game, I'd be too flat the next game. All it, it I, they were getting frustrated. We all were on the same page. Like it's not quite there yet, but this year I think we're you know it's starting. They're giving me some great games. So I yeah, think you're I, getting
0: some 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 of like the the main the main like slot games, aren't you?
1: It's been pretty fortunate. Look, yeah. my days are Friday Saturday, right? So. Luckily a lot of the gun games were well, certainly Friday night. Yeah. Um but my triple M days are Thursday and Sunday. there's been some dud Sunday games this year, hasn't some it? Real Last week's <laughs> personally. Jesus oh, Christ. At right. least, least there were tries. Yeah. Um so I've been lucky in the fact that the draw's been kind to me, but also they've given me they've they've, they've 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 given me some so you know that's been really good this year. What do you reckon it is that you've found this year from a television perspective? Is is that something you can I found how to be yourself. Yeah. Right. It's like Paul Newman in Color of Money. You've got to learn how to be yourself, but on purpose. Right? That's... Oh, come on. You've got to be more impressed. That's a Color of Money reference. It's a 1986 Yeah. Well, I was
0: born in 1989. So... 91. 91. Yeah. I know Paul Newman is, because he's on salad dressings, but...
1: You're younger than him. <laughs> yeah. You look <laughs> <Thank> 50.
0: You, <laughs> you <Yeah>. look 50. Doesn't <laughs> he look fucking old? Mate, look at how grey he What am I supposed to do with that? Look at how grey he is. You, just, you do look older. just chop down. Yeah.
2: In my own shit. No, you deserve
0: it. <laughs> you got the
1: voice of a fifty year old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You it's got nice, a have you yeah. done radio? You got a very nice voice. Thank you for, well they can now I'm back now up. Now you're back. Now yeah, I'm back yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so the compliment sandwich. I should have given you a compliment first, yeah. then yeah. whacked you, which is the real purpose. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then when so that was the problem with my twenty seven meeting. It was no compliment sandwich. <laughs> no, yeah. just, it was but just, you got
0: one that night. See, from the Sky News guy. Yeah, you did the, he came to you after your your well, that's true. meeting. But it <laughs> that's was true. from different parties, yeah, so it doesn't yeah, yeah. Feel it exactly feel like Judd good. Apatow,
1: that's who you look like. Judd <laughs> Apatow.
0: <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's actually he's done it the other way. He's fucked Jud, yeah, then he's been nice, and yeah. then he's fucked So yeah. the
2: compliment's in the middle yes. of the fucking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jud's. Should right. be the other way around. Jud A okay. young
0: Judd Apatow? Probably yeah. not current. No not, current no. Judd's a fucking real slap in the face. Yeah, yeah. On your And and Twitter he's talking about like what you found this year, but one of my like not treasured memories. It was just like a, one that has always stuck with me. It was after Dead Set Legends one day and you were playing some commentary to Rabs and it was like you were playing it to him and he was hmm. giving you feedback in the moment. And I was like, for me, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> but I was looking at it from like your perspective of being like, this is obviously your career and what you want to do and you've got the the goat there giving you feedback. Do you Did you, firstly, what was that experience like for you? But also did you, Have you lent
1: on Rabs since then for advice? I felt uncomfortable since going to Fox. Right. Because we don't talk all that often. still a very good relationship, but, you know, it's just we don't talk as much as we used to. And also I do feel like it is odd to be – and I know he'd give me advice if I asked. So Mm. he's – but, you know, I don't particularly care about the competition between Nine and Fox, but other people do. Yep. Yep. Right. People make their choice. They like Gus or they like Joey or they like the Fox people and they make their choice and that's the end of it, right? Um, the biggest sort of moment, that the thing that triggered my commentary and my even thought of even being a commentator was 2005 and Triple M had just picked up the rights to the Sydney Swans to play in Sydney, right? And Colin, Russell Barwick wanted to be a caller for the Sydney games. And there was a trial. They weren't convinced of him or anyone. They, they were putting this together and they said, well, we need to hear you on tape. So the Swans were playing a trial against Essendon at North Sydney Oval. Right. And... Um, the AFL style is two commentators. And he said, Dan, can you come with me? I, I just need to get the rhythm. I need to have a second call. I said, I know nothing about AFL. I don't know the plays." He said, just make it up. He said, I just need to get the rhythm, when you know when to take the gap, when to pick up, all those. I said, okay, fine. So I did it and uh, it was on tape and he'd, he'd uploaded it into the system. And after Legends the next morning, I said to Rabs, listen, can I play you something when you get home? He said, yeah, of course. He'd never say no. And I and I, I found like a one-minute stretch that I liked, that I thought, because he doesn't know the players either. So even though I've just made up all the names, I just liked the way. I thought, this is interesting. I want to hear what Rabs thinks of, of this as stylistically. And a play, you know, it was the old system. You had to patch through the call and, you know, you had to ring him up and I had to connect the thing to, to play the, the 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 mini disc audio down the line and played a minute for it. Anyway, unplugged it, picked up the phone. So Rabs, what do you think of that? And he took this long pause of that, oh shit. <laughs> <sighs> well then I certainly think there's a career you can pursue with this. And those oh, words wow. that was the that lit the fuse. If he had said well, then, look, it's probably not for you. That would have been it. I would have just given up, yeah. and that would have been the end. But yeah. that that sort of, you know, that, that bit of encouragement was enough. Even though I had nothing to call, it was 2005, we wouldn't get money not Football rights for years down the track. And that came out of nowhere. Um, that was the spark that I thought, okay, well, in the back of my mind, maybe one day I could do, be a, a commentator. thats I might have that in my back pocket.
2: Would you practice in those years where no, no, no not at all. You just
1: just a dream, yeah, because there was in my mind there was no point in practicing. And it's a bad attitude, but I wasn't going to get a job at Two GB or the ABC. My I was starting to really sort of establish myself for Triple M. They weren't getting football, so I did. I didn't sort of really think all. The, is there any point to pursuing this? My concentration was being just good on air as a presenter um, or reading sport. So that was where that was where that was left. And then we got the rights in 07. How did you approach that? Did you well, go? Well, I, knew, I, I just knew I had to be part of the coverage, right? Forget wanting to commentate. I knew my commentary wasn't anywhere near airable. Sure, sure, Rabs might have said there's something to pursue here. There's a kernel of something. But I knew I wasn't close. And they'd already decided Anthony Maroon, who was established, he'd called games in Wollongong. He was a good caller. Mm. But um, it was late 06. I had a show on a Sunday afternoon, a one-hour show, called The Washer. And it was the same time that this new station, Vega, I think that's what it was originally called, was starting. But for some reason... Vega. Osteria was obsessed with this station because I think Nova a few years ago had decimated them, same company, and they were worried that Vega were going to do the same to Triple M as what Nova did to Today. So basically Triple M, they'd made the decision that music, we had to get rid of music, sorry, sorry. We had to get rid of all shows that weren't necessary because we've got to play music, music, music. This Vega is going to play music. So Sunday, little Sunday afternoon show, which I'll pay me three hundred bucks a, gun, a, a show for. Um, they said, "I'm sorry, Dan, we, we 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 need to play fifteen songs an hour." And it was at that moment, <laughs> I've gone. I've got Todd nods his uh, <laughs> Tommy nods his head yeah. in uh, approval. Oh, just in, the in knowledge, right? mentality, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> That still frustrates me. Even Ugh. now, it frustrates Mate, me.
0: Mate, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Like,
1: you know, I, I do a show now. And
0: I, I love it, dude. And I was, I listen to it all the time. But then sometimes I'm in the car and I'm like, I've driven for like 15, 20 minutes and I've just heard ads and songs. Yeah, but
1: it is what business, it is. I get the ads part. I get the ads as well. I don't get them. The songs part. Yes. For during the stations, show, you the station just go. had a really good rating, so maybe the bosses know what they're doing. Mm. But anyway, anyway. So end of six. <laughs> just on Monday Night Rights. And I knew I was going to be calling, but I basically said, look, this little Sunday show, now that you've taken it away, there's really no point for me to be here unless I'm somehow part of Monday Night Football. And they had one job left, and that was a sideline guy. And they said, okay, you can be the sideline guy. And that for me was perfect. I just wanted to be part of it. Uh, Then the next year, the executive producer had gone, so I stepped in and executive produced. And my first point of business was to make myself the host. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, we had a half-hour pre-game. Tim Sheen's move. Yeah, Yeah. I said to Maroon, "Listen, Maroon, you just you just keep yourself ready for the big game. (laughs) (laughs) We're up, mate. We want you fresh, mate. We want you nice and fresh. You just let me take it." So that was uh, that was zero eight. Size up. And then that Vegas... <laughs> and then that stayed in Vega, Poach Maroon in 09. There you go. And they just had, he and Gus, we had Gus Gould at the time, a thumping rating, right? A mat, like the highest rating any Triple M Sydney thing had had in a decade, right? So Monday Night Football was flying, but Vega had come and offered him a job, and I don't think he was DJing a Triple M at that time. I think he was basically just doing footy in the odd odd bit and piece. And I gave this, I was so proud of what Monday Night Football had done, I gave this big Churchillian speech. You can't go to Vega. Yeah, they might give you double, but you know what? Are you going to be satisfied? You've worked your ass off to call footy. You've drank. Like, it was one of the great moments. (laughs) Sunday afternoon, and my my roommate at the time, I hung up, my mate goes, fuck. Jesus Christ, that was something. mate. I want to, I want to work for you after that. <laughs> Get to work the next day, and and uh, uh, I say to the uh, uh, Emma, our newsreader, "Where's Maroon? Because he's supposed to." He goes, "Oh, no, he quit this morning." <laughs> oh, you're kidding. <laughs> I said, "Well, fuck it, I want to call football now." Yeah, oh, so a go. day after giving this big speech, speech, I thought, "Well,
2: this is now or never." I was going to say, did you but, go home and regret the speech? Going, fucking hell, I'll no, it on
1: too no, thick. I no, job here. Because I was that proud of us rating 14s that I really I, – I didn't want anything to get in that way. He and Gus had a really nice rapport. Yeah. And I just thought, shit, this is now or never. So I went to Jamie Angel and said, can I do this? And he goes, well, I'm going to have to hear a tape. Um, and – the next game was the first game of the of 20, 2009. And that was a trial game, under-20s, January 28 or something, Canberra versus Cronulla, under-20s. Couldn't get team Had to make up names. Green, <laughs> there was a lot of greens and whites and browns <laughs> yeah. and smiths and jones. And I drove down to Seaford, Oval and it was 40 degrees. And I'm spending three hours... All I'm thinking is, well, this is it. If I if I don't d- do any, if I I can't fake it. If, if it's not like this game's on tape or on video somewhere, and I can go and I I have to deliver. Mm. Anyway, it was fine. I realised with management that they're only going to listen to five minutes, so I realised I just left the tape. I made sure it was on, I think cassette, and I left the cassette at the precise point I wanted them to go. listen from. Yeah. And I knew the, f- the first five minutes might have been midway through the first half were the best five minutes. Mm. Anyway, they listened and said, yep, if you want to do it, you've got the job. So that was it. So then it sort of started going up from there. Um, that, was, that was really the catalyst for, for, you know, where we are today. Drinking bloke beer yeah. in, a, in a warehouse in Alexandria. Cheers. Cheers I it.
0: Um, it's like, it seems like, well, I mean, I haven't worked in it, but like it's a fun job. You know what I mean? Oh, you get yeah. to sort of work with a bunch of different sort oh, of former yeah. NRL stars. But there is also the element of managing egos of former NRL stars and all that sort of
1: shit. I've t- got to say, there's not as many egos I've found. Gus was a unique creature. Gus, there were days where Gus wouldn't speak to us on air. The moment the microphone came on, he was unbelievable. He is, he is the best person Talent-wise, I've, ever, I've worked with by by so far, it's not funny. And he wouldn't talk to you? Not out of anger. He just wasn't in the mood to talk. <laughs> Go, boys. That was it. But then there'd be some days he'd be telling stories. He'd be so gregarious. Mm. Um, but fantastic to work with on air. He was, oh, he was like a teacher to me because I'd started. He was my first co-commentator. He was the perfect guide as a co-commentator. He would tell me if I'm saying the term too much... If I'm being a bit loud, if I, he was fantastic, so you know I I owe I owe him a great deal. Sterlo was they're all pretty good actually um, in terms of egos. Isn't yeah, they? No none of those are guys. Really, we worked them out pretty quickly at Triple M. Yeah, and and at Fox I've got to say, not many massive egos there either. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons I stayed there a few years ago. I actually really like working with the people. So you could have gone? Was there a where were you gonna be poached a few years ago? There was yeah, they they nine made a nice offer. Oof. Uh, that
0: what 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 happened there? Like in terms of I assume there's like you could have been calling Origin
1: potentially or is po- po- it Euro were- potentially. So this was I think this is out there, so I don't even give anything away. So this is nineteen nineteen, I think. And I just done my first year at Fox. But it was freelancing. I'd only done, I only called 13, 14 games or something. And I'd only called three World Cup games for Channel 7 a couple of years before that. So I had very little experience. So that was part of that. I'm thinking, well, I'm not ready for this. I, I'm not ready for this. And at that point, Rabs was still kicking, going well. Like, it, it, you know, every year, as you know, Tom, he would, you know, well, I don't know if I'm going to continue. I don't know. I don't want to tarnish my legacy. Uh, and I know they were very real, fierce for him, but I also knew he didn't want to give it up. Yeah. So they'd offered me a three year deal, and I thought, well, perhaps I might still be calling in three years. And what have I done? I've pissed off Fox, um, and I've, you know, all I've done is put myself in a position where I'm calling maybe a game a week. Mm. And at that point, I knew I needed seasoning. I really knew I needed. That was my radio experience. Oh nine one game a week, Monday nights, that's all we had. You know, and I'd go back and listen and there would be things I wouldn't be happy with. So the next week I'd make sure those things were addressed, but then there'd be, a, it's like whack-a-mole, then there'd be a whole bunch of other things I wasn't happy with. So I never got it right. And then in 13, when we got the full-time rights, um, I, um, I, I my consistency went through the roof. So whether people liked it or not, it's a matter of taste. But consistency wise it was much better and i knew it would be the same with tv and that's why i say now i'm only now comfortable it's taken three or four years of calling two games sometimes three games a week to get to a place where i feel comfortable mm. so that's and also fox has more you know they back page which i'm doing tonight um i hosted 360 a couple of times doing some cricket over the summer which will be fun like i just knew there was a wider scope for things not just and there was a Fantastic time for nine to come in because it gave me security because I'd offered three years so Fox kind of had to match that. Um, so I have nothing but love for nine for, mm. for you know reaching out to me um, but in the end I made the right decision because I'm pretty happy with where I'm at and mm. um, you know I've had, I've had a good time. They're, they're good people to work for Fox I've never had never had a blue with anyone for management, certainly none of the on-air people so
2: I, I've had a good time. Was it ever a consideration of yours, like with the nine off where you just go, geez, I don't really wanna try and fill Rabs's shoes, so to speak. No one can no, Eddie it, I know yeah but I know that, right? And so to follow the greatest of all time yeah.
1: would be daunting for me. And it would it potentially might scare people off. That that didn't bother me. No. Oh, I would have been hammered. Eddie, I would have been yeah. hammered. If I'd left Fox can you imagine the pieces that would have been in the Telegraph and the Fox? They would have killed. <laughs> yeah, you. Fully. they would have killed. Yeah, you. yeah. It's a But I was okay with game. that. Yeah. I've been hammered in the It doesn't, doesn't bother me. Yeah. So I would have been okay with that. My issue, Eddie, was that I wasn't ready. Yeah. So that 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 was the catalyst, and and plus they didn't they didn't offer me. There was no. It wasn't like there was Sunday Footy Show, or we'll get you to read the news on the weekend, the sports news on the week. It was just we want you to call Footy, which is fantastic. And even Fox said, look, we can't match the lifestyle they're offering you. They're offering you the same amount of money we're going to offer you and you're basically working one or two days a week for seven months a year. Mm. If that is, if that is what you want, we cannot yeah. match that. And, and some are off. And we wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, but that doesn't work for me, Eddie, because I had five <laughs> months off the first year of the, the, my current deal because yes. I was only a football caller at Fox and a football caller at AAA. No, idle time does not work for me. So that, <laughs> I went crazy. Six weeks is great. Five months is the road to insanity.
0: <laughs> is that, what's that? Like, cause you're, you always seem like a night owl sort of a person. Oh, generally, still right? Like, you still are? Yeah. Cause like, it would always be that thing of like, you were just up late watching all the US sports shows and shit. Yeah, I don't like. say I do so much do of you that. you sleep now. in? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting seven, eight hours. Yeah, You've got to right. get your eight. Yeah, I try. Yeah. Um, you know, so Unless that's you why tickets. when I do yeah. Saturday mornings, that, that's a battle. The easiest show, two hours, and you put in the songs and the ads, mm. it's 45 minutes of content, and with Richard Friedman and now Candace Warner, yeah. it's the easiest show in the world, and yet I find it a battle, because getting up at 7.30, <laughs> I mean, how how offensive is that? that? Getting up at 7.30 in the morning for good money, for two hours' work, or 45 minutes' work is problematic for me. <laughs> I know. I know, because I'm going to bed at three. Yeah. Plus, if I do a game, which I do on Fox on a Friday night, yeah. it takes me forever to come down off that. What are, you, what are you doing when you're night-owling? Are you watching sport? Are you looking up? Yeah. I've watched the West Wing about 18 times. <laughs> <laughs> I only discovered 30 Rock about 18 months ago. Oh, right. So you're I'll just working. On that, you know. So you're padding. You're padding in the middle. Yeah, That's my relaxation. Yeah. That's my late night, not thinking about work, not thinking about
0: you Are you pounding cigars at that hour yes, of the night? Yes, I am. You're a big cigar man, I know. Was I
1: a cigar man back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were a cigar
0: man. But no. I, you were like
1: well, that's sneakily
0: advice. importing them into the country. Yeah, still am.
1: Are you still... thought oh, so well, we can't legal. get them here? No, yeah, I thought legal. It was legal. You've got to pay duty. Okay. You gotta, but, but it's... Legal. You can get them. It's cheaper to import them and pay the duty than to buy them direct here. That's how bad the tax is here. Really? Good Lord. Yeah. And okay. occasionally one will slip through the net and you don't pay duty on them. Yeah. Uh that's that is manna that's Christmas. from heaven. That is manna from heaven. <laughs>
0: Do Dan, you just you, you, you us pl- another beer, please? Yeah, that'd be is great. Is there else on? Danny. No, right? no, I'm good. I've got to work tonight, so that's uh, why yeah, I'm just yeah, sipping yeah. on this. No, bloke. no, that's all right. I
1: yeah, am man. I am metaphorically making love yeah, to this bloke. I'm having bloke. nah, you know, it's it's slow love to the to yeah, the, bloke, yeah. to the considered.
2: Slow, considered, passionate love. We love it. Are you you're a poker
1: player, are you not? I used to be. I play every now and then. I just don't have the time. I was really into it in about mid 2000s like 2005 2006 Mm. I played a couple of tournaments every week Mm. I was okay at it but nothing more than okay I'd always find my level pretty quickly so if I went to a big cash table you know because I was having a good little run I'd be put in my place pretty quickly but Mm. no I love it I love poker it's like maths I'm good at and reading people, I think I'm okay at. So put those two. Th- do you both play, play?
0: I used to play weirdly when I was like just out of high school online. I went through this period of just playing online poker for yeah. ages. And then just I, again, as quickly as I started, I stopped.
2: We used to go down to the Oak and the Sheaf on, was it Tuesdays and Thursday
1: nights? I think, and play that like little tournaments yeah. they had down there. It's all pretty. They were huge. I don't know if they're still as big. That was, remember I don't the know. boom? That was when the boom, late mid-2000s when Joe Hashem was winning World Series and it was everywhere. Poker was everywhere. I don't get the sense it's as big. It's I mean, it's big, still no. as big at the star, uh, you know, at the casinos, hmm. but I don't get the feeling it's as big around society as it is. I just is sometimes,
0: probably. like, I t- if you want to really have a crack, it's a long time. You've got to be in the saddle. And I'm like, yeah. I just don't have to. Tell you what I've discovered,
1: sure. and this is not good, pokies. <laughs> <laughs> I not want, can I do... You know, you know, you talked about. You asked me right at the top, what podcast would you like to do, and I said, whatever no one else is doing, yeah. I want to do a pokies conversation <laughs> podcast. That's I actually theories. Fucking great! I have theor- Everyone has the. Anyone that plays pokies has yeah. theories on when to change the game, when to change That's the denomination. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, if a machine is hitting, do you keep hitting or do you try something else? Because a machine can only hit. There's, I tell you, there's a Dude. world of there is a world of conversation. I'm a Uh, a short time is a good time play because I think every press, you're closer to defeat, right? You're playing to the percentages. They're built to beat you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I will play $10 spins, but only for a very small amount of money. Yes. So I might be there for literally 90 seconds. Yeah. Right. So I'm not there for the entertainment value. I'm there, bim, bam, boom, and and if you know if, if I'm out in ninety seconds, so be it. Do you uh do you take a little notepad in with you and work through different <laughs> theories? <You know> <laughs> I, mean? take notes. Well, I love seeing the um uh people of non Anglo variety at the casino with their notebooks at the baccarat table and the and the roulette. I like <laughs> yeah. I like that sort of dedication. No, I'm not that. dedicated. Was it roulette
0: where we had the person of non Anglo descent who was following me around because I was on a yeah. hot streak? Yeah, she likes she liked the look she of your streak. Of, yeah, and then because you were hot,
2: it. I was hot. Tom went, won, went on one of the great streaks all the time. We were down in Melbourne recently for the Cambosis fight, yeah. and Tom just lit this table up. I'd never
0: played before; that's why I was so good. And credit to
2: you—you you set up our weekend. We yes. just we hit all weekend long
1: and came back full <laughs> of the brim. How, yeah. how fun are those weekends yeah. when you come out, you've had a cracking weekend, and you've actually you've gained money on the Seriously? weekend? Seriously. Oh, we were we were well up. But the Cambosis fight looked garbage. Like no, the, the, he okay, he was out of his depth, but. That venue is shocking for 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 intimacy. Yes, yeah. yeah. It yeah. just felt. Fl- I was watching on TV. It just felt flat. It was. We were ringside. Oh, yeah, You know. No, so for us, <laughs> it was a little bit different. <laughs> you no, know. no, take it all back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I get your point. Like, literally, (laughs) there was the people in the middle, us, and then there's like acres of room, and then you get to the crowd. Like,
0: there were some people who were cavernous. The
2: the people at the front seats of the stadium section wouldn't have been able to see a thing.
1: No. No. So, I want to go, I'd I'd go to the next one at Laver. 100%. That's a good venue.
0: That's a good venue. Everyone really close on top of each other. That was, I think that was what it was. I mean, obviously, it was lacking Cambosis to perform, but like, it was lacking atmosphere, for The atmosphere sure. was not mm. fantastic. We it's were surrounded by bikies, so we were on our best <laughs> way to. It was fucking intimidating. Yeah. It was, How uh, good's
1: boxing, though? Yeah, that, that's, people talk about colourful racing identities. Oh, mate. Mate, it doesn't matter who's fighting. Oh, Mundine fights, you would just see members of society that... Um, you wouldn't look him in the eye. No. I mean, you, and you don't. No, you, you don't. You look yeah. at the Head ground.
2: Down. I mean, we're at Newcastle Entertainment Center for a couple of bits. Galvy Kristevsky. And it's an absolute who's who of, <laughs> of you know, the underworld there <laughs> as well. But then you see the same characters at the
0: Combosis Fly. You're like, jeez. Well, we were wanting to, like, the dream we had was to just rock up in sort of like Denzel Washington American Gangster Furs and sit ringside at one, at like a really sort of mediocre Australian boxing event. <laughs> and then when we went to Kristevsky and Gallen, we just, we, Pussied out. And then as we were sitting there and there were legitimate underworld figures in furs who were like, thank fuck. <laughs> thank
1: God. I, um, I went and saw Gallon Lucas Bram in the gong, this was, what, 18 months ago? And one of those colourful identities must have recognised me. And he just nudged me and he goes, Gallon in one. I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? <laughs> so I, I consulted my sports bet account. And I think he was 10 to one to win in the first round. Well, the time the fight started, it was about $4.50 and Gallon won in one round. Wow. So, uh, look, they just might be really good judges of fights. Hey, well, they watch enough of them. Yeah. A colourful boxing identity. Definitely.
0: Gallon in one, hey. I mean, he did. He flogged him. He did flog him. No, he flogged him.
2: He certainly flogged him. It's nice to get a nudge, though. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's nice to be like, okay. Here we go. I'm approachable. (laughs) 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 You
1: blokes get recognised.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, from time to time. Where like do you get pub? Yeah, at the pub mainly. This like where footy games, footy games. Yeah, You're sort oh, of where. That's cool. where if we audience. go to the manly games, we get it because we're just obviously big manly tragics, and we we actually just got invited today to the end of season ball, um, which is ridiculous. At the star, at All the right. star. Yeah. but
1: no, like so manly games definitely, but generally speaking, not really. You blokes are floor. I can't even get parking for the opening of Allianz. I'm calling that game. They can't even get parking for me. <laughs> You blokes are getting invited to the manly ball. Well.
0: Well, we'll, well, we will we'll might have to speak to someone at Allianz then and get you some parking. Oh, you
1: got, you've got
0: an in? <laughs> no, not at all. Well, no. we might. <laughs> we'll
1: we'll <laughs> find <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Manly, manly fans, yeah, yeah. I knew you were. Yeah, yeah no, we've well, heard he
1: is your
2: as well. we're, yeah, we're both, we're both tragics.
0: So that up there was gifted to us by the great Tom and Jake Djibalevich up there. Yep. Great photo there. They had stretched nice. arms. Have I heard. Well, how
1: will you react if they punt Dez? Oh, appallingly. Appal-
0: I think it's the craziest decision to try and lump that on Des
1: Is there a chance though that he's done? He's the magic's not there anymore. Potentially, but I don't I think just, I should take him on no. the but
0: like potentially, but if you look at what has gone on this season and also last season, we were top four, mm. arguably should have, you know, we always say one refereeing decision away from making the grand final. And then, you on, know, what? you just got to turn up on the date. On, didn't you
2: get <laughs> by 40? Don't no, no, that, no, 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 no. Don't look into yeah, it. Yeah, but it's just it's, – if you heard it, it's a cascading effect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, we make the top four, and then this year we're in, you know, dragged into some, like, ideological shit fight of a, you know, situation through no fault of Dez's or the players – and then it fell apart from there. And even without Tommy, who was injured, like we were still doing a pretty good job. Yeah, you of it. weren't going to win the comp. Though. We no, we weren't going to win the comp. But like when you lose the best player in the world and Ruben Coast, the fullback makes a fist of it. Like I just don't see how it's Dez's... And this shit year no. has been Dez's fault
1: at all. No, it's a shallow It's how it's your method of the your three guns getting a shitload of the money. You yeah. take one of them out, you're gone. That's yeah. the manly way. You've got Tom, you've got Daly and you've got Jake. And if one of them goes, it's all over. That that, that It's a risk-reward uh, method. Yeah, we don't have a... Once you lost, lacking. Tom, you knew it was over.
0: But we were still able to... I don't think many teams will win the comp if they lose their best player. No, we, no, no. I'm not. We were still able to... Like, we were still mm. putting together something that was almost a finals... Like, almost a finals appearance. We were mm. there or thereabouts, mm. and then once... The fucking jersey side. We're, we're saga eighth, happened.
2: ninth. Like I mean, Tommy, the footy he was playing last year. You can take you from we were last until he came back, and then we yeah. ended up coming fourth. So he's got that sort of impact. We we don't go as well as like a Melbourne without Pappenhausen for sure. But I don't think that a back half riddled with unfortunate events, you're going to sack Des with no. the with the CB. Also, who he's else? got?
1: Who else? Well, that's the, who the perennial rugby, rugby league question. Yeah, who are you going to put in there? Who are you going to bring Look in? Look at West Tigers. Look what they've had to do.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not like there's but coaches hey, everywhere. The
1: Center of excellence, so you know things are wow. going to turn around quick. So oh, is that the idea? Must be
2: that you you go in mediocre and you come, <laughs> come out, out excellent. excellent. Is
1: that?
2: <laughs> is that there? <laughs> they f- their fingers crossed on that. <laughs> so seventy million, then fucking yeah. hell.
0: Well, also seventy million seems like a shitload of money. There's a rod in there somewhere.
1: just someone's a, got a kick back there. Well, maybe one is. of those people we've seen at the boxing has <laughs> uh, yeah. has, yeah, yeah, has yeah. got a little just bit in the on the side. What's, um, um, it's a lot of money for little pool. They seem to be very excited about the pools. You yeah, know, yeah, a hot and cold plunge pool. pool or something, and yeah, like
0: yeah. A, a, an infrared sauna.
2: Yeah, look, I, newsflash: they're 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 not new technology.
0: Infrared saunas cheap as shit, actually. Yeah. You get one in your home for yeah, a couple you thousand. Can, from the centre aisle at outer, you can get infrared saunas. There you go. So anyway, are you a dog's fan?
1: Was, can't be now. Well. Neutral. Eh. I sort of fell out of love. My last bit of dogs fandom was getting drunk because I wasn't working at the 2004 grand final. And they played the Roosters. Took a mate out with me. He wasn't a Dogs fan, but he he came with me. And somehow I bullshitted my way onto the field. And I did the lap of honour. I think it's on TV. <laughs> and I am, I am pissed. And I'm hugging I'm hugging Steve Price and consoling. Because he didn't play that game. Remember, he, oh, yeah. he got hurt or yeah, he got yeah, or yeah. He yeah. suspended. I'm hugging him. And there's Braith. And I'm giving him a hug. And I'm doing the lap with him. And... Um, then, I don't know, it was around then. So it was really before my sort of career really took off. But then a couple of years later, um, I sort of fell in love and and sort of uh, my priorities had changed a bit. And I went to a prelim, prelim final against the Broncos. They led 20 to 6 or something at half time. And I said to my mate, who was diehard, an absolute diehard, I said, We're going to get beat. And. They did. They got about 37 to 20. And then he turned to me and he goes, you're not a Dogs fan anymore. You're just not a Dogs fan. <laughs> and I didn't argue with him. Right. I'd okay. fallen out of love. I don't know what happened. They weren't a pleasurable <laughs> club to deal with either. They, that was yeah. the Coffs Harbour era yeah. and the Salary Cap era. So um, they weren't the, 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 the greatest club to deal with. But yeah. Yeah, But then I, I want to see them do well. If they went back to Belmore, I'd be in lock, stock and barrel. Right. Okay. But the Dogs at Bank West or at... Homebush doesn't, I don't know. They're not. That's, that's a different Bulldogs to me. It's not the old Bulldogs. Yeah. Are they staying at Allianz? Or not Allianz, are they staying at Accord? Do we know? I think so. I think they play less there. So I think they play a lot at Parramatta.
0: One of the great shitholes all time, Accord.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, I mean, if Rabbitohs leave and then Bulldogs are playing there less and less, could make an argument, a strong one.
1: Just rip it down. Oh, Blow that they have thing stuffed, up. don't start me on the stage. <laughs> they have stuffed that whole thing up. They <laughs> have stuffed that up. I mean, we should have had... Okay, if if they'd knocked it down like they were supposed to and put the best 70,000-seat stadium in the world, or one of them, everyone's close to the action. Roof, clear roof, Mm. right? Would you be comfortable going to Homebush then?
0: To be honest, I still wouldn't. Like, it'd be better... But it's not, for me. It's, it's not the stadium experience. It's the getting out there and getting. I back. get you.
2: It's the atmosphere experience. You can't really. You can't leave and go to the pub and get on the piss and enjoy time with your yeah. mates.
1: My problem with Allianz, sorry, my problem with Allianz is they've knocked it down and put up pretty much the same thing. Yeah, just a bit closer, and it's got Wi-Fi. And yeah, okay, it's quicker to get a beer. That's nice. That's great. Eight hundred million? 800 million? Mm. and you're still going to have the same problems getting out of Moore Park. It's a shithole to get out of. Um, the light rail, and the light rail I'm a beneficiary of, and it's still a punish, right? Um, you know, if you want to get the train, you got to you either got to get the light, sit there and wait, stand there and wait for the light rail, or walk down to Central through Surrey Hills and through the, you know, some absolute wackos and get to Central. Um, it's also a punish to get to, but it's, you know, it's got the pubs around. It's yeah, a similar, similar atmosphere. It's a, it's a, yeah, so I agree with that, but... You know, what we're going to we're going to put a full 450 million dollar stadium at Penrith. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. It, it know, seems decadent for it's Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> <Good> <laughs> it <one>. seems very <laughs> decadent for Penrith. Yeah. Well, they won't know what to do with a stadium that snazzy, would they? Well, what's the point? I don't know. It seems like they're doing it right now. Um, works. why? Cuz they don't want to cuz they know this is a golden era. They don't want to lose their home ground advantage for 2 years. Because they were going to knock down the current stadium. I thought they were just building it. I
0: thought the whole thing was like they're going to get rid of some trots track next door. door Across the
1: road. They are because Penrith, the Panthers, lobbied successfully. And God bless them for doing this. I mean, they're looking out for themselves. They said, well, well, could you knock over the trotting track? Which is 170 years old or something. Yeah. Um, And because, wow, we kind of... We're in this golden era. We don't want to have to play at Parramatta for two years. We really want to sort of keep at home. And the Stuart is agreed. <laughs> is he still? Empower- yeah, he used to work at Astoria. Really? Yeah, salesman.
0: Get out of here! Yeah. Well, but
2: all like you know, in fairness to Stuart, he wants to see his team do well.
1: Yeah. You well, know what I mean? I mean,
0: he's pulled the money for Brookie. I <laughs> know, well, poor old poor Dominic. Dominic did. Jesus, maybe we should have a minute places.
1: silence for him on Friday night because it'll be Perite that opens a stadium and, Porsche and not
0: him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's happened to goodbye? You goodbye? You've you've you've, you've pegged, picked up, eh? Hey? Well, you've. I mean, I we have we, we've picked up. We're huge fans, but you've dialed it back, or have you got rid of it completely? No, I haven't got rid of it completely. I, I just, just I was it overdoing life. it. I just thought <laughs> you're just getting too high on your goodbyes. I was, I was like, <laughs> hang on,
1: I've been doing this for five minutes on TV. I can't, I can't be a cartoon yet. You don't want to be the goodbye guy. I, I I don't mind that down the track, yes. but I want to get some runs on the board. You didn't yeah. want like, to get too high. Like your own Bruce, it, Bruce got up his own backside on special, and that's fine. He got thirty. He had thirty or forty years of credibility to play with. A lot of credit credibility chips. Mm. So he spent them on special, and that's perfectly fine. Right. By the way, those videos of him when winks,
0: mate. Like he The first he one
1: was great, and then after that, he knew the camera was on. One hundred percent. And I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry i just won't tolerate that no <laughs> no, no, no I, 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 I won't stand for that
2: uh you you're a strong man if you could <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it was very
1: uncomfortable like, and the great commentators it. in america you know that yeah they have their 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 go-tos but they're long established i can't be after and i was overdoing it forget that i didn't Did, want to be yeah just overdoing it so i'll bring it back you bring it back i brought it back a couple of times in for triple m yeah i heard it on the radio yeah Accidental. That was just it just it's pushed through. I didn't want to do it. But it just well maybe that's the best time to
0: do it when you just like when you feel it.
1: Also it doesn't help that um all the Triple M promos use it. So yeah. it's it's like I'm not doing it, but it's still out it's there. It's still there. So and Fox used to put it on their promos as well. I'll bring it back. It'll come I'll bring it back for the finals. But the moment's gotta be right.
0: How do you go with the like com- or is there a competitive nature between you and the other callers at Fox and the I don't stable? Think so. Like is any you sort of you know, I, I want that game, or is I mean, I, I guess you're not going to really speak to it if there is. But no,
1: no, but there really isn't. I wouldn't, but there isn't. I mean, we get a rundown. We get we get a, about every three or four weeks. They do the rosters. That's that's about it. Can so you,
2: can you tell from the roster
1: where you think you're sitting? Well, I think you know you know if you're on the outer. Yeah. So if all of a sudden, if I'm next year doing a lot of Fridays six pm and saturday 3pm then i'm on the shit list right cuz i'm getting right the now.
0: the poo games but yeah. they mix it around pretty well you seem like from the outside looking in and obviously i pay a lot of attention to what you're doing because former boss you know whatever but it seems like you've moved up a little bit i feel like you've moved up a rung or
1: two oh, since know. you started maybe i mean i i i got like that look they gave me a big game penrith melbourne in magic grand that was sort of that was a Proud moment. I actually mm. wore a suit to that game. Did oh, you really? the only wow. time I've ever worn a suit to commentary. I thought, this game deserves <laughs> – so I need to wear a suit for this. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Plus, wow. my contract's up, and I knew Channel 9 execs were there. Thought, yeah, well, yeah, it look looks good. sharp. It yeah, looks look presentable. Uh, presentable. Yes. Anyway, the game was a bit of a dud, unfortunately. But, no, that was a nice moment. Um, but, the, no, uh, they mix it around a bit. I, I might get the good games on my nights, but, like, last week – I don't even know who did what, but Vossie would have had a big game. He had South North Queensland. Mm. Warren would have had. There was a big Thursday game, wasn't there? Brisbane uh, Power. Brisbane. Yeah, would have been. A th- I haven't. I don't look at the ratings, but it would have been a thumping Raider on mean mm. So they mix. They do a good job. They of mixing mix it up, it, keeping everyone happy, giving everyone just a little taste. Yeah, just a, a little taste. Do you find
0: like, it difficult having to manage yourself in? Like when you're like yeah, fighting for yourself in those like for contracts and shit.
1: Hmm. Yes and no. It's my choice. Yeah. Uh, But I don't need to play... This is going to sound arrogant. I don't really need to play the game of getting myself in the media and sort of promoting myself. I mean, my work is out there. Yes. So people can judge for themselves. It's not like I'm doing something behind the scenes. So I need someone to get me out there. Mm. Um, So, I mean, I had someone... I don't have a manager, but I had someone recently... um, sort of who I trusted, sort of outside the business or outside the, the sporting broadcasting business, um, just, you know, make a few calls for me. I'm about to resign with Fox. so They actually sent me the paperwork last week. So that's I'll be there for a, a little while longer. Triple M I'll sort out soon. So I'm pretty, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But um, I'll probably scale it back a touch, probably less games on radio, because I am finding... I haven't been burnt out as much as this year. Yeah, I got burnt out really quickly. How many are you doing a week? do you four. think? Four, four. Too many. It's one too yeah. many. It's one too many. So oh, anyway, I'll negotiate with Triple M and we'll see what happens. I'll be doing two a game, a two a week next year for Fox uh, once I saw him. What's the nice problem to have?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Lovely problem. Bro. Yeah, I um, knocking I... back work yeah. instead of begging for it. Mm. I remember, it, like, when we would work or when I would work with Dan, the, like, the bag he'd bring in of, like, <laughs> shit to keep his voice. Yeah. Like, lubed. Oh, you lubed And up. I used to, like, oh, yeah. find it quite oh, impressive, like, yeah. what you need to go through to just keep that. Because you've actually got a lovely voice as well. You're talking about Eddie's. You've got, like, a perfect voice for radio. Um, but, like, how do you keep it lubed? What are the things you I do? Know.
1: I think, I think, I think it's like, you know, you get calluses on your hands if you do something long enough. You, I think my vocal cords have been sort of hardened. I, I don't... So I used to bring the um, Entertainer Secret because I saw Billy Joel use it once. <laughs> he, 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 I saw him at Madison Square Garden and he just sprayed something up his nose. And I think just to make sure everyone knew he wasn't doing blow or something, he's just got Entertainer Secret. And I uh, thought, oh, that's interesting. It's like aloe vera, yeah, right. Right, which are really good. But uh, yeah, I used to have a whole bunch of medicinal stuff. I just, I, I will drink two, three liters of water a game. That's my medicine. Really? So a game I piss like a racehorse the night after a game. Uh, the night yeah, the yeah, night right. of a game they're troubled night sleeps. <laughs> so that's the thing I need to lube up. But I think all the years of smoking and uh, just calling, I think it's just I think the vocal cords have sort of caught up.
0: They sound fucking delightful. Yeah, they
1: do. Did you
2: have a did you have issues? Or was it was all like preemptive with your big bag full of looms. No, I used
1: to lose my voice all the time. Oh, you In did? fact, in the first, oh it was too loud ed yeah so I was too loud I mean that gave it away also I didn't know how to use my voice and project so I don't want to get into using the diaphragm that's <laughs> god that's really boring but mate, I, I there was one one of my solutions cuz you now honey is one of the great lubes I I had the the, the tube of Capilano honey was did you see me do this Tom this might have been even before you oh, no, so in I'll the very early days of calling memory. at halftime I'd get the tube <laughs> no. Nah, nah. oh, I remember that. squeeze it down. I, I, remember that. I don't even know. I'll tell you what, you get a sugar hit off that, let me assure you. <laughs>
0: Mainlining honey.
1: That's when I was getting that's when I got proper fat and I and I went to someone. You lost a shitload of weight, eh? I hey? put on a shitload to begin with. Well, yeah, and then you lost it all though. Not all well, yes, I lost it all. Put a little bit back on. Was that from deep throating honey? Eh? Hey? Well, when I went through <laughs> – never heard it described like that. <laughs> no, when I went through um, – I went I, I, I was went to a personal trainer because I thought I'm desperate here because I, 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 I knew I had a problem. I was 115, and I knew I had a problem, but I couldn't shake it off. And he said, just write down everything, everything you eat. And he's gone, Monday, 9.30 p.m. What's this? Thing of honey and I he said, Dan, do you know that is all sugar? Anyway, there are a few other things that were a problem as well. So <laughs> he, he, he straightened me up and that helped me get on the straight It's the straightened
0: narrow. Uh, um before we let you go, mm. uh, we had Dave, you know, doing a bit of producing uh, you know, producing work, doing some research of things that maybe we didn't know about you already. Uh oh. He found, and I was like, "I'm a hundred percent certain and this is bullshit." We've so talked don't... for over an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, yeah. you've softened me, up. Soften you've you up, me up. for this? No, no, fucking no It's it's nothing too bad. It says in your IMDb, is that correct, Dave? That you were? Did you go to Wollongong University? Yes, I did. Well, you were you a fucking mixed
1: martial arts champion? No, that's
0: another bloke. Another Dan Ganane another at Wollongong Dan Dan University, Ganane or
1: Daniel Ganane. from Wollongong Uni? Yeah. Mixed no, martial- I don't know. Is he from Wollongong? No, I think there's a. They've mis- conflated the two stories. I think he's era. from Perth or somewhere. <laughs> and he whinged to me once because I I had the Dan Ganane Twitter or Instagram or something and. And he and he is an ex mixed martial artist. Not happy. Yeah, he doesn't know where he lived live there. No, yeah. well that's good. So no um, yeah, no, that's him. I think he's of, uh, Southeast Asian descent, but he's an Aussie. He's... Okay. So I think that's who he is. I don't know anything about him other than that. And he must have acted in something because let me assure you, I've got an IMDb. But it's good because it's got all your Fox credits and stuff. Oh, okay. Who's updating that? Who is updating that?
0: I thought IMDb was for actors. Yeah.
2: No, I think TV stuff. Okay. Okay. It helps you on there.
0: All right. Do you
2: do you give a bit of a knowing glance or a nod to Peter Vlandis, like you know, past alum of
1: you know, go- well, University? Is he is yeah, he really? I don't know if he knew that. Um, yeah. I'm not as sold on PVL as everyone else is. He's oh, really? been fantastic, but no one calls him to account.
0: No, we certainly don't. We uh, we get on our knees for PVL here. No, we
1: like oh, I'm pro PVL. Thank let's you. not let's not. No, let's have that conflate, okay. to Use your word, but uh, like he lost this week or a couple of weeks ago. No one calls him out on it. Yeah, that was. Oh, you know, the, he the... played chicken with the New South Wales government and lost. Okay, mm. it happens. Not everyone can win every time. Mm. But mm. no one says anything.
0: No, no this one is one why you anything. should have your own fucking show. This is why it should just you yeah, have your own podcast. Well, this is
1: this is the bloke uh, beer sponsored. Uh, what what do you call this company? What is this company called? Oh, Hello Shane, Shane, Shane Keith, Keith Productions. Productions. Shane Keith Productions. Yeah. yeah. A nod to the late great. Yeah. And, 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 and 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 it was, in, was, it, was, was, n- it was, was a nod when he was It was a nod
0: when he was living. It's a nod while it's he's... It's a big
1: nod Did you now. get him on?
0: No. on. Oh, no. No, no, no.
1: Never, Never got him. He would have done it too. This is right... Well,
0: it's a great way to get someone in, right? Name your company. Yeah. But truthfully, I think you should be doing your own show because... Well, this
1: empire that you've built, yeah, I think it's time... You know, you can make an offer. The
0: terms will be... Favourable to you,
1: You're right? Okay, yeah, they'll be in your favour. Yeah,
2: okay. Um, look, we. I'm not going to sit here and look you in the eyes and tell you we won't be gouging your eyes out. There. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there'll be there'll be something. Yeah, we'll work it. on it. We'll All work right, something out.
1: Right. Get the accountants on the blower. All right, uh, mate, That's It. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Well, I'm very disappointed that I was ready for the Tom Dearden and num conversation and the follow up. What do you mean? I'm ready to talk about Tom Dearden's nuts. Oh, you want to talk about his nuts? Well, I, I was fascinated by your chat last
0: week. Well, you do, I think we yeah. uncovered some serious like well, you know, know, questions th- around what
1: happens when you, a well, nut that's is right. Less, right? And I think there's some great uh, hypotheticals that we can explore. Maybe you can do this on another show. But <laughs> what, I mean, the great hypothetical that everyone goes to is what do you do if your missus is about to give birth? Do you give up? Do you give up a round 12 match? Well, of course you do. Do you give up an Origin? Maybe. Do you give up a grand final? Mm. Fuck no. It's no. a grand final. <laughs> it's a grand final. What do you do? Okay. I'll ask this to you. What do you do if Doctor comes to Tom? We get to the grand final. Now, he's nuts. is probably going to be fine by then. By the way, I think Kurt Caper wore a Hector Protector a few years ago. Literally wore a Hector. Really? In a final against Canberra. Like As primitive as an old-fashioned Hector. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um and um I mean by any means necessary though, if you've got to play, right? How like you're running it though.
0: Well, that's a good point. I'm not hundred
1: percent sure how you're right like running it. Like running football might- where you've been twisted and um but what if a doctor came to Tom and said, Look, I understand you're in too much pain to play this grand final? We've got a needle. Um now we have no evidence to say that it stifles fertility. But we can't be certain either. What do you want to do?
2: What needle up the nut? Needle
0: well, up that's the bag. You know, or does he or does he fire off a couple of rounds, get him on ice, then needle it up? Like there's going to be a oh, lot. You got to walk through a, fire. I like where your head's at. You got to walk through fire no matter what you do. What right? about
2: this? Would you would you lose one?
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> well, take it. Well, it's common knowledge. You can still produce. You can that's keep right. going. Well, I
2: mean, if you're looking at it here, you're you're offering up a quarter zone
1: injection. The risk of you know infertility is. Unknown, but yeah. there may be one. Or but yes. hang on, if you're gonna remove one, don't you have to split open the bag? You can't that that can't be recovered in a week.
0: Nah, of course it can. Look at like oh. players play with split eyebrows and shit Jeez, all the time. Yeah, yeah. About
1: a nut
2: yeah but then you oh, then you, you just put got some to, protection think, there. I think I think the scrot has proved itself pretty malleable. I reckon you know, as we've yeah, talking about this before stitching tort. situation. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you know the old and you school. You know if the other team gets a hold of this, they're giving it a nice old squeeze. You know the thing <laughs> oh, you I used mean, to do in primary sure school to protect eggs, play.
0: you put the egg cartons around it and sort of like so you can drop it from a height and it won't crack. Mm. Find some way to just get, you know, like um, maybe not a hector protector, but just some really I guess maybe you got to like invent something to protect the sack there. Potentially, <sighs> like a little well, like a little a little bag. A bag for your bag? Well, it's going to be, have to be hard, though. Don't, aren't the new boxes, the cricket boxes,
1: like state-of-the-art, like mesh, where they're actually... I don't know. I haven't worn a box... Well, I haven't played in about 18 years. In fact, last week, I threw away my cricket gear, and it was quite the cathartic but sad moment. I threw it away. It was under my bed. <laughs> it's and under your bed for 18 tears, years. 18 years. <laughs> I wouldn't say tears, Ed, but just moment reflection. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A a pause. Think Just, about all the think great back moments on of the the like thirties and forties yeah. you'd made. Yeah, uh, there were a lot. How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I was great for a thirty or forty. I was useless to get to fifty. Yeah, I was a of it. Dashing man. opener, <laughs> uh, swashbuckler, swashbuckling. There's yeah. a word I want to. Uh, we'll get rid of goodbye for a while. Bring back swashbuckling. Swashbuckling. Do you oh, ever I'm hear words? Do you hear ever hear
2: words in life where you're like, "Fuck, I want to use." Yes. That. Yes, I do. That's the one thing I want to improve
0: is my vocab. He's got a good vocab. Yeah. He could be your vocab guy. That's right. I'll shoot you a couple of words every time I think of him and just say, yeah, here's one. Conflate, I think I said before, which again, I, I've... Hard been, to get in
1: a football ca- broadcasts.
0: But I'll just say them without really knowing if I've got it right. I'll hear it somewhere and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've got the context yeah. of that and then I'll drop it. So I've got, a nice, bro- I've got
1: a nice vocab too, I think, but in the context
0: of a football game. I've got a word off you actually that I keep, but
1: I don't know exactly what it means. And I hear you say it all the time, temerity. Oh, yeah that's that is one that I've pinched uh guts the 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 he's got the temerity okay, to do this yeah. the balls first so all, Would you ever hurt. go would you ever go to one of your color guys with like a really just every time you throw to him just with a big fucking word I've th- I, you know what in. I used to do that not to chow him up but I I once said a, a, a something to Joey and he goes what does that mean <laughs> and I had to explain it and he goes do you think anyone understands And I said, well, I'm, I'm sorry I'm educated. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I'm educated. And of course, Joey pulls you up. Is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: There's a, do you prefer the looseness of that? Like the looseness of radio in that sense? Where like call, With like calling on TV, obviously you're a bit more like... Yeah, professional. Professional, but in radio you can be a bit loose. Well, that's, and that and
1: that's why I say I, I've, this year is the first year I felt comfortable because I have felt comfortable on TV being myself. In yeah. that I have just... Dropped in a little bit of flavour. Yeah. Now, obviously, if it's Melbourne v. the Roosters and they're ripping each other's eyes out, not time for humour. But when it's Parramatta, Canterbury, three o'clock Saturday and it's 36-6, you can drop in a six. You can start
0: spicing it up a little bit. Drop
1: in a little. I I got a Roadhouse reference in the other day. I was very (laughs) proud of that. That was in that game, actually. Brad Wesley, he's a bleeder. So if I can get in a Simpsons reference, or and it's usually the Saturday three pm game, I'll do it because I think these are the hardcore fans. Yeah, and the game's usually pretty ordinary, like it's a blowout. Yeah, so we can, we can, we can, we can have a bit of, uh, we can, we can (laughs) inject something into that. (laughs) Love it. I I want to be at the Christmas party or the (laughs) yeah, Yeah, mate,
0: one hundred percent, hundred percent. Thanks for coming on, mate. I appreciate it. My pleasure. It's been a full circle moment for me. How how
1: did you find it? I found it. Not a problem at all.
0: No, not at all. Speaking
1: mate. to my former subordinate. Mate, exactly.
0: I still feel like you're subordinate. Don't no worry. There's no way of shaking that. But, mate, I loved it. I think it's been good. I um, I think we were always – I was able to have chats with you generally yeah. when we worked here, so it was never something where it was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be tough. So, mate, okay. thanks for coming on. All right. Beautiful. Thanks Until for next having. time. Drop Good in stuff. swashbuckling, and we'll know it was for us. Yeah, yeah. Put that. You oh. know, you know. If you, Throw it in this weekend, It just maybe this week
1: I got South yeah. Roosters. That's going to be a swashbuckling. Well, that'll be. It'll be for like a fucking Latrell a Mitchell double cut out. What's the other game I've got? I've got Austin, oh, George, Brisbane. No, oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be less swashbuckling. What less swashbuckling? There's not it's much swashbuckling. swashbuckling. You know, no you know, swashbuckling. You know, I have <laughs> used swashbuckling. Joel Kane actually gave me that word. He referred to Scott Drinkwater as a swashbuckler. Okay, because <laughs> he can he doesn't want to gamble. You know, the, the, the Oh yeah yeah, 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 So uh, I don't have cowboys, but I'll try. Give it a whirl. It'll be for the for for the hello sport. Uh, Team, Your, yeah, that's yeah. my little nod and wink to you. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. Well, I'd like that.
2: Before you go, mm. are you a big fan of Australia's number one sports gambling show, About Even?
1: Uh, not as much as get them on side <laughs> on bet, yeah. but like, you, you, yeah. Do you like the number one show? <laughs> is it the number one show? Well, What's we, it called? we certainly say it is. About Even. About Even. About, oh, that's a good name. <laughs> that is a great name. That, now, that's one thing I'd suck at in coming up with a podcast is a name. I'm terrible at names. Stole that off the old man. Hey? He gave us that name. Oh, it's a perfect name. It yep. hey, was the old man.
0: Mate, he's good. He's good. He's a grandfather now, so he's just, you know, loving it, hanging that's out, not doing right. much. What
1: about you? How good looking are those kids? They're cute. They're little cuties. Not only have you won the wife lottery, but yep. the kids have got her looks. It's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Very lucky.
0: Very lucky with that. How
1: are you going to be? Is it, I mean, Steffi? is it? Steff, yes. Boys are going to be after her pretty early. Uh, that's going to be quite the fun. Oh Oh, well, no, Steff,
0: my wife. Oh, sorry. What are your Evie, kids' names?
1: Evie and Zoe. Evie and Zoe. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two
0: girls. Two girls. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> You'll have a third are, as well. You are yeah. god. Watch me have a third. We want to have one more for a boy, and I'm going to have fucking twin girls, now, which will be fine. But are you going to? And now stoked. this could be
1: a cold underpants situation. If you want to, isn't that one of the theories? Oh, what?
0: As in to get a boy? I actually Is haven't looked into that because mm. I feel like I just want to let it go. So then it's like I don't want to be disappointed when they both come when I have twin girls eventually. Like, no, I understand. That. I want to be like just fuck it, see what happens. But, but then again You're not gonna throw it in the river like Rex Hunt,
1: you know, Marlon.
0: You know? <laughs> 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 no, no probably not. But you know what? Maybe I, I will like try a couple of things. Mate,
2: I don't know. Look you, you like woo woo.
0: I do like woo woo. No, there's
2: there's place for woo woo. Yeah. And the old school, the old wives' tale.
0: Yeah, okay. Mate, I'd be looking into it. Well, I might have to, I'll have to fucking Google it and see what happens. Again, time, <laughs> you know a long s-
1: time before that If happens. you could spend half an hour talking about Chinese people t- doing fake English, <laughs> <laughs> you can do <laughs> half an hour on theories. On yeah, people can yeah that's true. Theories actually, on how to get a boy, did mate. you like that, though? It was fucking interesting. It was the first thing, I'll be honest, I didn't listen to you blokes for a while. And I turned it on last week because I knew I was doing the show. I thought I'd better just reacquaint myself. I know I know you're fucking weird. <laughs> right. That was the first thing I thought and I thought, oh shit, what have I agreed to? <laughs> I still don't understand what those people were talking about. I know it was pretending making it sound like it's English, but it's gibberish.
0: Yes, exactly. Which is a which I mean and Dave didn't realise till like three minutes in that they weren't speaking English. But Is Dave your Carl Pilkington? He's much more intelligent than Carl Pilkington. Okay. I'll get, He's an intelligent... Yeah, he's, okay. he was rocked That's by fine. that. But, but in that moment, in that I that can moment see how you got him mixed yes. up. Absolutely. He's yeah. a 24-year-old bong head, though. So, like, you know, it's a
1: different version of Carl Pilkington. A bongs still big? Dave's, <laughs> for like, Dave, like, they are. Like, and now that we live in the vaping world... By the way, I'll never vape in my life. They're not great. I've quit vaping. Well,
0: you... Regular vapes, but bre- not weed vapes. Right. So is the mm-hmm. bong still big? Bong still, yeah. well, well, for Dave it is, Dave,
1: you know. Because I would have thought, like, the gummy would have sort Dude, of...
0: gummies, we've got a shout-out to Native Seed, not an ad. They just sent them to us. But that's the, that's the go. Edibles. Are they legally? No.
1: Oh. Probably. Well, um, yeah. well gonna... look, we, we don't know.
0: We don't know. Just, yeah, we don't know, and that's why it's not an ad officially. But right, we get okay. them for free. Right. And so they're you... fantastic. Okay. Um... If you're into that sort of stuff. But it's, like, a much better way of having it than smoking it. Or yeah. vaping it, I had a yeah. vape recently, and I was like a weed vape, and my chest
1: was just like, <sighs> No, nah, It's the it's the apparatus that worries me, the yeah. plastic that gets piping hot. Mm-hmm. How is that not also? How dude, are you not breathing in toxins off
0: that? Some of them are charged by a literal AAA or AA battery just yes. sitting in there. You're like, this surely is. It surely, isn't but when you feel where it boils, yeah, <laughs>
1: and it's on plastic,
0: yeah. it's, not, it's not good.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like I don't know how much you know, like, uh, safety is put
1: into it. Well, well, they're all from China, that's sure what China i mean. things like in 20 years, all of a sudden, there's going to be four corners on it, or something. Yes. It's like a bit like mobile phones from 20 years earlier. You know, yeah. everyone knew, well, I put this thing next to my ear, it's probably not safe, but no one's told me. It isn't safe, no. so I'll just keep doing. This. We'll have it right next to my my Balls, swimmers. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: look, right. hopefully not, but you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Jeez, thanks again, mate. Mate, Appreciate good it. Good on you. Could you two just not talk anymore?